welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. All right, everybody, good morning. Let's open with a moment of silence. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Shame Inventory Part 1 um, workshop. I'm Kirkland. I am a sexaholic. I've been sexually sober since March 19th of last year. My... My home group is the 9 a.m. Uh, there is a solution group um, here in Nashville, and I'm really grateful um, to be here. I'm grateful that everybody else is here, and I'm going to, um, I want to introduce those of you who have not heard any of the shame recordings. I want to introduce Mark V. Very grateful that he has come down from Michigan um, today, and um, Mark's work, God really gave him the shame inventory several many years ago, and I came upon it this past fall um, at a time when it, I had tried to work the fourth step um, and had really, um, I was telling Mark last night, the way I had worked my fourth step was rows and rows and rows and rows and rows, a few re- resentments against other people, but then the rest of the resentments were about myself. And I had a particularly um, particularly rough day this past fall where I was walking through the consequences of previous actions and my um, previous actions I took in disease and my kids were being turned over um, in guardianship to my parents. And so I'm just replaying these scenes through my head of all these things I did and had this fear of my parents come up and fear of, and just felt so incredibly shameful. Um, and... And my higher power, who I actually used to call God, really did lead me to these recordings that Mark had made at previous conventions. And neither my sponsor nor I at the time knew of our shame inventory, which was published in SA Magazine back in 2011. Um, but that morning when I discovered it, and as soon as I began working some shame in inventory format, what I realized is that I've been using shame as this drug to wall me off from everybody else to I, I had I had no need of God. I had no need of anybody else because I had already deemed that I was absolutely the worst sexaholic in the world. Um, and. I thought if I give the perfect fifth step again, maybe that'll do it. Maybe if I have perfect therapy or the perfect share in a meeting, right, that'll release the shame. 
What I'd never done was I'd never invited God into my shame, ever. Um, and that's what this tool really gave me. And so I'm very grateful to have Mark here. Thanks. Um, I, I need to start off uh, by saying I appreciate all, all the faces uh, here. You know, my uh, shame addict uh, told me that I'd have one, uh, two people um, uh, show, showing up here. Um, my shame addict is always wrong, by, by the way. But, you know, uh, you know, he, he's a mighty voice, and he, uh, he assumes that uh, nobody uh, cares about this. You know, it, it, I'm the only one in the, in the world uh, that has uh, any problems whatsoever with, with shame. Of course, the logical part of me knows that that's not true. You know, I, I've heard from, uh, from you guys uh, over uh, time. Um, I, I was thrilled to death when I, when I got uh, Kirkland's uh, e- email um, about uh, uh, coming uh, here and, and talking about it. Um, and it was at a particularly um, uh, important time in my life. Uh, I had really made the determination at the beginning of uh, this year that I was going to uh, spend uh, some uh, time working on shame. I, I'd, I'd put it aside, you know, and had not worked on it for a couple of years and uh, noticed uh, it I was really starting to get myself more and more isolated again. You know, I was starting to go down the, the shame uh, rabbit hole, um, and, and I could see it. And it's like, all right, it's time to uh, work the 12 steps all over again um, and uh, and work it uh, towards shame. What What is it that I'm uh, hiding and, and not telling myself uh, the truth about? And uh, and in the midst of this, uh, that's when uh, Kirkman's uh, uh, email came in asking, would I come down to uh, uh, to the of course, it's a God thing. You know, of course, a higher power uh, wanted me to, to do this. And even though we are in the middle of moving from Michigan to, to Ohio, you know, they're, they're up there uh, packing uh, boxes as we uh, speak. You know, um, it didn't matter. My, my higher power uh, felt this was uh, much more important uh, for me to uh, be here. So um, I'm very grateful. All right, so uh, yesterday uh, I had a wonderful uh, journey uh, with, with the sponsee. We uh, mm-hmm. uh, drove uh, down here um, uh, eight hours, uh, you know, got lots and lots of uh, material to, to, uh, to um, uh, discuss and, and share with you guys um, in, in that journey. Um, and uh, when I got down to the uh, hotel um, uh, there, I got this uh, email uh, from uh, work, and uh, there, uh, there was an appointment uh, that was – uh, set up on uh, um, for Monday, where uh, there's several uh, um, malware uh, 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 bad programs on, on my uh, computer um, at, at work. Wow, did, did that uh, hit me? I'm like, crap. Um, the the shame and the anxiety went through the uh, roof once again. Um, God thing, you know. Um, here and the irony uh, of that uh, situation uh, hit me. That um, it, it's uh, it's about ten years ago. Um, my very first uh, time being in, in Nashville uh, when I started working uh, down here uh, in Nashville. Um, there's a hotel, um, and we drove past it uh, this morning um, going to uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Um, uh, there's a hotel uh, there. Um, my uh, first night uh, staying in, in uh, Nashville, of course, before I uh, joined SA, um, I, I was busy uh, looking at uh, pornography on my work uh, computer. Um, you know, I, I remember when they handed me the, the work uh, computer, they said, um, you know, you can do anything you, you want uh, to this laptop, just don't, don't ever look at pornography. Oh, no, I never would do that. No, not a problem, not, not an issue uh, for, for me. Uh, but, you know, um, it, it was a grand uh, opportunity to act out. I'm here um, miles away from a family, isolated in my uh, hotel, you know, uh, with my computer. And um, immediately... Uh, uh, you know, malware is all over uh, my, my computer. Um, I spent the next hour and a half 
just dripping sweat uh, anxiety because I had a presentation the next uh, day and I had to use my <laughs> laptop to do that presentation, trying to figure out how I was going to get all this uh, stuff uh, off my uh, computer. And um, it really was the uh, precipitous that uh, told me I need to get help, you know, and, and it was, um, it was, what, uh, what led me to, uh, to going to uh, SA meetings uh, here in, in Nashville was that whole scary incident. So, you know, it's just irony of all irony, and it's just not irony. You know, it, it, uh, it's a higher power thing uh, that uh, here I'm uh, down here uh, talking about uh, shame inventory. I had the exact same shame uh, trigger occur in a hotel, you know, a quarter of a mile away from the the other hotel uh, ten, 10 years uh, later. And uh, and I initially, you know, um, my experience uh, yesterday uh, afternoon was the exact same feeling of uh, anxiety and panic and, oh, my gosh, what, what I'm going to do. By the way, there there is no uh, pornography um, on this uh, computer, you know. <laughs> I, I, you know, logically, I should not have any worry whatsoever, you know. Um, who knows uh, how it got on there? It doesn't matter. I wasn't um, uh, doing anything inappropriate uh, uh, with the, this computer um, and, and such. And so, you know. There, there's nothing for me to, uh, to worry about. But again, logic does not uh, um, connect uh, with the shame. Uh, the shame is very disconnected uh, from uh, from logic. And um, it, if you know some basics about uh, brain, um, uh, you know there there's a separate uh, medulla part of, part of your brain, which is uh, where the anxiety and where the shame uh, resides. It's a very primitive uh, part of your brain. And it doesn't matter what you uh, say logically in your head, you cannot control uh, that, uh, that part of your brain. It, uh, it goes wild and it goes crazy uh, when it goes wild and, and crazy. And, um, and so if you think that you can think your way uh, through uh, shame, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I told myself a whole bunch of, oh, there's nothing to worry about. I, I haven't done anything wrong. I haven't done anything inappropriate. It doesn't matter. That shame uh, was uh, triggered, fired off, and it was uh, off and running, and there, there was no slowing it down. There was no, uh, no stopping it. So I had to sit down and I had to do the shame uh, inventory right here in this uh, notebook yesterday. And, and I'll go through it and, and I'll, I'll use it when I explain how to do the shame inventory. And my experience in going through this um, and, uh, and doing that, that shame yesterday, I started off with this panic and this anxiety. And uh, by the end, I felt just incredible uh, peace um, and, and joy and happiness. Um, and uh, those that um, saw me uh, last night, I, I, I had joy and happiness and, and peace, uh, right? You know, I, I was very, very much, um, you know, felt uh, loved and, and cared for. You know, that's what, what the shame inventory, that's what my experience is in, in doing this. I can go from uh, this area of uh, absolute uh, panic um, to uh, just uh, feeling uh, calm and and, um, and uh, loved and such. So that, that's the gift of this. Oh, and by the way, you know, that, that evening is I'm, uh, as I was spending an hour and a half uh, trying to get the, the stuff off my computer, I contemplated suicide. You know, I contemplated, you know, I, I need to, um, quit work. I, you know, I, those were, those were my solutions. That, that was the only way that I thought I could, uh, get, get out of all, all this, uh, and such. And I'm grateful that uh, my higher power had a, had a different plan. Otherwise, you know, I probably wouldn't be uh, sitting here to, to share all this with you. All right, so let's jump in and uh, say a little bit about what shame is. Okay, um, shame is a um, is an ideal uh, a set of uh, thoughts about your yourself, where you of yourself, your being is is wrong, and there is no a way to uh, get out and uh, escape. 
uh, that um, I am a bad or, or such. Once you throw that label on you, uh, on you, how do you get rid of it? You know, um, like it's similar to you know I, I'm a guy. How, how do I stop being a guy? You know, uh, that, that's you know. I, I guess there's surgery and, and such, but you know, I mean, it, you know, it, it's difficult to, uh, you know, to uh, get rid of that that label once you throw uh, throw in uh, on a label uh, to yourself, um, and especially uh, once it uh, starts getting into the drug mode, you know, it just cranks through your head over and over again. Um, you want to talk about resentment, you know, mm-hmm. something that's recent in, in your brain over and over again. Boy, uh, shame has has that power to uh, just uh, uh, resend it in your brain over and over and over again. Uh, the same uh, set of thoughts of how horrible a person um, I am um, and such. So shame is debilitating. And um, and it's usually um, and, and what I, l- I like to get people to do is just uh, shrink it down to the simplest sense. I am put in uh, fill in the blank, uh, whatever negative thing. Okay, um, that is typically uh, what uh, uh, shame tells you. I am, you know, in the example uh, for uh, last night in, in the shame inventory, I put down I'm a bad employee, you know, um, and, uh, you know, that, that was the best way that I could encapsulate uh, the, the way that I, I felt. Okay, now that's different from guilt. Okay, guilt is a really positive, uh, safe uh, thing for, uh, for us to um, use. Um, it can uh, be motivating. It can help us uh, move forward and uh, and uh, uh, take care of the things that we need to take care of. Because shame does not uh, uh, talk about our being, uh, who, who we are. Um, guilt, uh, on the other hand, talks about our actions. You know, I, I shouldn't have been um, uh, playing with the radio when I got into the car accident. Um, you know, I, I shouldn't have been uh, distracted by 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 my phone. Those are things that I can take action on um, and, and do something differently the next time. You know, this time I, I did this, which was a um, uh, poor uh, decision. Next time I can make a different decision. But if I'm a bad driver, I'm st- uh, stuck with that, that label and I, there's nowhere to go with it. I am stuck. And that is the number one uh, uh, fender um, and reason why shame is so dangerous um, is because it uh, uh, sticks you in, in cement boots. And you are stuck there, and there is no nowhere to, to go. Um, you know, uh, you can't make uh, progress anywhere. Uh, you know, if your uh, feet are are in the cement of shame. So um, there there was a um, six thirty uh, portable um, a meeting that, that I went to. That was my home group at, at the time. They had a, a speakers a meeting uh, one uh, one day. And uh, in the speaker's uh, meeting, uh, the speaker was uh, talking about the fourth step and was uh, reading uh, in the, the big book. And uh, I should have the page memorized, but I wrote it down just in case. Um, so it's page uh, 66. And, uh, you know, he, uh, the, the way that he chose to do it is, uh, he had the big book and he was just reading sentence uh, for sentence and then just giving commentary, um, as he was uh, reading through the sentences. Um, and, all right, uh, to conclude that others were, were wrong was as far as uh, most of us, uh, ever got. 
uh, the usual outcome was uh, that people continued to wrong us and we stayed sore. So he's uh, busy telling us about the resentment inventory. And then uh, he gets to this sentence. Sometimes it was remorse, uh, meaning that, that we uh, felt oh, sorry, and then we were sore at ourselves. And he paused uh, after that sentence and he uh, looked up and he's like, well, that's just a shame. And I, and I suppose uh, one uh, could do a, a shame inventory uh, here. Man, that just uh, uh, lit, lit me up right, right there. Shame inventory. Okay. Immediately at, at the end of that meeting, I turned to my sponsor. I'm like, okay, I want to do the shame inventory. Tell me how to do it. And, you know, and he said, uh, I don't know how to do a shame inventory, but, uh, you know, don't worry. Um, you know, there, uh, there is a uh, promise that we read at the uh, end of each uh, meeting. Um, and he pulls it out and he says, a uh, vision for you. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is uh, still uh, sick. The answers will come. And he promised me, uh, I don't know uh, what the uh, shame inventory looks like, but I know that God's going to disclose it to you. Go, go find out uh, what, what the shame inventory looks like. Man, I hate that as an answer from a sponsor. You know, you're supposed to give me you know, the uh, the answer and the solution. But uh, but I am uh, grateful uh, to that sponsor because he constantly uh, had me turn to God uh, to look for the answers and the solution. So um, it, I know it wasn't the same uh, day, uh, but uh, um, it was like a couple days later. Um, I was uh, going to work, and um, I parked. Um, there, there's a, a big, huge uh, state employees uh, parking lot uh, that's down. Um, it's kind of parallel uh, to uh, Centennial Park um, uh, um, and, and such. And you, you have to walk up this huge uh, hill to, to get up to the Andrew Jackson uh, building where, uh, where we worked um, and such. And I parked on the street around uh, that because um, uh, it was free parking. They, um, I was a contractor for the state. Uh, they wouldn't actually give me a state employee a pass to be in the parking lot with, with everyone else. So I, I parked on the street, uh, but it was free parking. Um, and I just had to walk a quarter uh, to half a mile you know, up the hill to get to the Andrew Jackson building, depending on how uh, late I was um, and how far out I had to park. Um, and on this uh, trip uh, up, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, well, what am I to do about this uh, shame inventory? Uh, you know, you know, God, how am I going to find a, a solution? And that's uh, when uh, God very clearly um, and distinctly uh, spoke to me in, inside my head. And I know it was him because I don't have thoughts uh, like this. Um, you know, I don't uh, I don't think uh, this way. And he asked me the uh, most important question. Um, is this uh, shame uh, my will for you? And just uh, think about that that question, uh, because that just gave me um, shivers down down my neck uh, when he just asked me that question. He didn't tell me whether or not it was, but but he opened up a uh, doubt that maybe uh, possibly it wasn't uh, his will uh, for for me to carry the shame. That was a revolutionary thought for me because in my mind, my God wanted uh, to have that that shame. Um, 24 uh, seven on my head um, that uh, that shame is what, what my God uh, wanted me uh, to do, that he wanted me uh, to uh, protect uh, me from the rest of you. And, and that if I could just keep on beating myself up over and over again about how horrible a person I, I, I was, that maybe somehow I, I would uh, change uh, as a result of uh, beating myself up all the time. And it wasn't working. 
And, and uh, this was the first indication that I had that, wow, maybe my higher power doesn't want me to carry this shame. That was revolutionary. And, and with that a door cracked open, I uh, spent furiously for the, for the next uh, multiple hours uh, writing in a notebook uh, uh, different uh, ways uh, to do the shame inventory. And, um, and I'd say 95% of what we have in the shame inventory was all uh, written down uh, that, that morning. Um, and such. And, and it, it was just pure, um, you know, uh, him, you know, uh, giving me ideas and, and, and writing it down. But later on, um, I went through and, and I looked through the white book, through the uh, big book, through the 12 and 12, and I saw, oh my gosh, this is the principle there uh, that, uh, that he was uh, having me do uh, in the shame inventory. This uh, afternoon, I'm going to uh, point um, all those uh, different connections that I found from our literature, pointing out, you know, th- this is what, what God was doing. You know, that was irrefutable um, proof uh, to me that, that God loves, uh, you know, the big book. He loves the, uh, the white book, uh, loves the uh, 12 and 12, um, you know, because he used the, those things and said, okay, do this and this and this and this and, and that, you know, uh, type of thing. Um, and uh, so I, I, I then uh, took this uh, shame inventory to my sponsor, you know, sheepishly. I'm like, okay, this is what I think this shame inventory uh, looks like. And he's like, yep, that's spot on. You know, I'll go for it. Uh, um, uh, see what happens uh, for you. Um, and I, I had some pretty good um, experiences uh, with it as a result. So that is the story about how the uh, shame inventory uh, came about. How about we jump into a little bit of uh, what the shame inventory looks like? Sound like a good idea? Yeah. All right. So we have copies uh, for, for everybody. Everybody can uh, walk out of here uh, with a copy of a, a shame inventory. You know, since I had uh, the 630 uh, meeting, I, I, I do want to uh, say I, I did actually have a uh, big book uh, with me uh, you know, when, uh, when my higher power was uh, going through and, and showing all these things. Because if you look at the first three columns on here, anybody that has uh, used the, the big book to work a resentment inventory um, uh, sees the first three columns as being awfully familiar. Uh, the, the event, the cause, affects my, okay? Um, it, it's, uh, it's very much the, the same thing. Now, there have been slight uh, changes uh, since uh, 2011, um, and, and I had Kirkland uh, make those uh, slight changes uh, here um, as a, that I put. Um, that, that I've learned from experience. Um, I, under the event, um, I, I give less than, uh, I give you no more than 19 words. Uh, that's the most number of words that uh, was used in, in the big book uh, to uh, have something uh, in the event. What I have uh, found um, in working with uh, some people is uh, they, um, the shame, shame addict loves for them uh, to uh, have extremely long novels uh, in, in the event of, you know, uh, this is uh, what happened and, and I uh, did this and I was horrible with that and, and such. Um, this is not an opportunity for your shame addict uh, to go uh, crazy and, and go, go wild. So it's uh, limited to less than uh, 19 uh, words to uh, give you an uh, opportunity to just get, uh, pop in, into your head the idea of which event that you're talking about. Because, you know, for, for me, you know, I, I can go through, you know, at least half a dozen, you know, different uh different events, which one are you referring uh, to? Um, so th- this gives you know, some indication as to uh, what that, that event uh, might be. The next one, the cause, um, you know, uh, again, the, um, we're used to uh, with the resentment inventory for that being um, kind of a, um, 
you know, um, uh, paragraph and, and such. Um, and it's been my experience uh, to break that down into uh, this simple I am fill in the blank. Okay. Um, and, and so let's uh, let's go back to you know uh, my uh, shame shame inventory on uh, from yesterday. So you know I put down the the event. All I put down was malware found on computer. Okay. And um, and then I under the cause I said I am a a bad employee. Okay. And that uh, that pretty well uh, uh, clues me off as to exactly what, what shame I'm talking about. I could easily uh, talk about it for half an hour if I uh, needed to, but you know that's just feeding the, the shame addict. What, what's the point? Okay. All right. So then uh, affects my exactly the uh, same way as um, the affects my in the resentment inventory. You know all the uh, different categories. And what was nice uh, about this uh, version of the uh, shame inventory, all you have to do is just uh, check uh, the uh, checkbox on, on which ones. It applies to. So yesterday I put down ambitions because uh, you know this might affect my job. You know I, I might get fired uh, over this whole thing. You know um, th those were the things that were triggering up uh, that the shame is you know uh, worrying about uh, my finances. Um, so pocketbook was the next one uh, for the same reason, and then uh, self uh, self esteem. You know uh, that that almost uh, always is there with uh, shame. You know because it completely obliterates. You know my uh, trying to be the image of the perfect uh, person, the per perfect employee type of thing. So that uh, that constitutes um, uh, enough, and, and that only takes 15, 20 seconds to, uh, to write down uh, those uh, things and, and get through those uh, things. And, you know, my recommendation is to uh, get through uh, that part as quickly as possible. You've spent uh, enough time already. By the time you finally uh, get to the decision of actually doing an inventory on it, you've already spent enough time on these uh, three columns in, inside your head. You know, you, you don't uh, need uh, – there's not great revelation that you're going to get uh, from uh, putting these down um, yet. Uh, you, you will later on. Uh, uh, so just uh, get it down, whatever it is. And then uh, it comes down to the, the question, uh, does the shame uh, help me uh, carry out my higher power, uh, power's will for me? And that was the very question uh, that I uh, had uh, from my higher power as I walked up that hill. You know, is this uh, his will? All right. Um, I, I will uh, go ahead and tell you uh, the answer to the uh, quiz here. That The answer is no. Okay. It is not uh, your higher power's will. However, if any of you are even somewhat tempted to say, yes, is my higher power's uh, will, that is a uh, red flag alarm that I need to do some more uh, second step work. Okay. Um, I can uh, declare to you definitively that if you have a higher power who believes that a shame um, is in, in your uh, best interest, that is not a higher power. Okay. It's more likely your ego, it's more more likely uh, your shame uh, that, that's uh, talking. Um, it is uh, not likely uh, that it is a higher power because a uh, worthy higher power uh, actually wants uh, you to get, uh, get through the uh, 12 steps and actually wants you to make progress. And uh, and if you carry shame, um, it is my experience and, uh, and what I have heard from other people's experience is that uh, shame will prevent you from moving forward um, at all. Okay. So, uh, so if you have any any slight inclination of saying yes, it's my higher power, please go back and uh, do some second step work with your sponsor. Find out what your sponsor's higher power is like. Borrow my higher uh, power if you need to, because my higher power will never ever uh, say that uh, you need to uh, hold on to shame. Okay. All right. So, 
The next up step there is what does my higher power want me to be? Uh, and underline the word be, what does he want me to be um, instead of carrying the shame? I've had lots of people come uh, to me and, uh, and read off their shame inventory, and they put a whole bunch of uh, to-do list items there, actions of uh, what their higher power wants them uh, to do um, in, instead of uh, to be um, type of thing. Um, it is very important that this is a, a be a statement um, and not a, a do a statement. Because uh, what is typical of, um, of shame, and is certainly my experience with shame, is I can write this uh, tremendous uh, to-do list of uh, 50 items that, um, you know, a part of, a part of me uh, deep down knows I can never get those 50 items done, you know. But, but I have such gung-ho energy of, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get all this stuff done, and my uh, life is going to be glorious and beautiful once I'm uh, done at the uh, end of this uh, to-do. I'm invariably, I will not get to it, and boom, all kinds of shame. See, God wanted me to do all, all these 50 uh, things. No, he didn't. But, you know, but God wanted me to do all these uh, uh, 50 uh, things, and, um, and I failed. See, I'm failing uh, God. It, it's just a shame a trap. So, you know, it is B. And uh, anybody uh, that was a Boy Scout, you know, and you know the, the Scout law, a Scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thirsty, brave, clean, and reverent. You know, those 12 positive uh, adjectives. If, uh, if, it's, uh, if all you ever write down here is one of those uh, 12 uh, adjectives, you know, um, uh, for your, your answer in this column, you are doing it absolutely right. Okay? However... This is the other uh, key to, uh, to that column, is that you've got to stop and pause. Uh, what it says, what does my higher power want me to, to be instead of carrying the shame? Not what do I uh, think or hope or, or want my higher power uh, uh, to be. What is my higher power actually saying to me? I may have a few ideas in my head. Well, God's probably going to say this. You know, He wants me to be this and, and this. But if I uh, pause at this moment... And I actually pray and I uh, give God an opportunity um, to say, all right, what do you want me to put in, uh, in this column? He usually comes up with something much more profound than I could ever uh, come up with. Like, whoa, that has uh, has anything to do with this, uh, Shane? That's pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> you know, and, and I'll write that down. So what I wrote yesterday, what does he want me to be instead? He wants me to be humble. Okay. You know, th this is an opportunity to be humble, um, to learn from you know, the, the IT guys who discovered uh, something, um, you know, somehow, maybe I did do something uh, wrong, you know, maybe I, uh, maybe I uh, did put down, uh, uh, downloaded software that uh, is uh, a danger. Um, the company that I work for um, works with uh, government, and so they're very sensitive uh, to, um, you know, anything. Maybe there is something that I think is totally appropriate uh, that is not appropriate, and, and they'll explain to me uh, why. You know, um, Monday when we had that uh, conversation, I'll have the opportunity um, to, to learn. So, you know, um, it's an opportunity for me to be uh, humble. It's also an opportunity to be trusting. You know, I, I, I um, trust the, uh, the people that I work with. Um, you know, they, they like me. I, I like them. You know, uh, we're, we're not out uh, to get each other uh, uh, type of thing. I, I can uh, trust them. That's what my higher power wants me to be instead. <clears throat> now, are those things that I, I'm willing uh, to do? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to do. Wow. <laughs> is that uh, something that I'm willing to be? Yeah, absolutely. Th those, are, those are easy things uh, to be. Um, and um, it's nice to have uh, one-word adjectives uh, like that. 
Because if I'm out and about in my a day, you know, um, it's much easier for me to uh, think, well, well, gosh, you know, I feel like I'm getting into that traffic. And what is this uh, that God wants me to be? Oh, yeah, a humble and, and trusting. Um, and, um, and then I can ask myself, well, what would be the humble thing to do right now? What would be the trusting thing to, to do uh, right now? And then I have clear guidance uh, from my higher power as the next right uh, uh, thing or thought uh, to have uh, in my head. As the literature tells us, you know, that we, uh, we should be doing uh, throughout the day. But having that, that ability of having those um, items, um, those, uh, those quick words, it's just how my brain uh, works. You know, I, I can remember uh, humble and, and trusting, you know, all day, uh, day long. Um, you, know, uh, there, you know, I've heard suggestions about having things written down on cards, um, you know, and I've, I've tried having them in cards. I've tried having them on my phone. I, I don't know. My, my ego just never pulls those out. Uh, but, uh, you know, humble and trusting that, that sticks it in there. Um, and, you know, it's something I can pull out even when I'm driving, which is, by the way, you know, uh, time my higher power loves to, to talk to me, uh, uh, quite a bit is whenever I'm driving. All right. The, uh, seventh column harms uh, to others. Um, this is just simply there as a, uh, potential source, uh, for your eighth step. Um, and so um, it doesn't matter uh, whether or not you actually did uh, do harms. It matters whether or not you think that there, there might have been a harms because it gives you an opportunity to talk to your sponsor and, and say, you know, is this a harm that should be on my uh, eight-step uh, list when, when you get there? You know, um, as a shame addict, I had a whole lot more harms than, uh, than in reality when I went and uh, actually did uh, nine-step amends uh, to a lot of these people. You know, I assumed that they had uh, had these things stuck in their head for years and years. Most of uh, my ninth step uh, people, um, they had no clue what I was talking about. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I don't remember that at all. But, but I did this to you, you know, and I don't remember that. You know, that was my experience, you know, is that, you know, uh, they had long forgotten it, but I hadn't forgotten it. You know, it was part of my, my shame. It was something that I brought up in my head over and over and over again um, and such. And then finally, the prayer. Okay. And uh, you've got uh, words of a suggested uh, prayer uh, from you. Um, and that, uh, that prayer comes uh, for, by tradition, passed down from uh, one sponsor to another. Who knows what the source is? If I ever can find uh, the, a source or anybody could ever tell me, I, I would love to, to know. But, um, and, and I slightly modified it uh, so that it uh, could uh, fit in uh, with shame um, and such. And uh, the suggested prayer is, God, you've given me courage and clarity to open a place in my heart to receive your presence. The shame of this event helps me to realize how sick and cut off uh, from you I was. I'm ready uh, to let you change me into what you want me, uh, want me to be without this uh, shame. God, I need a mercy and forgiveness. I believe you, uh, you give it freely, and I will uh, receive it gratefully. I also know that uh, you need. Uh, I also know that, uh, that I need to forgive myself. Whatever you want of me, I'm willing to do. Okay? All right. So I read through that pretty quickly, you know, just to uh, point out what it is. Hopefully you don't uh, pray it uh, that way. Okay? Um, uh, if you're going to use this uh, prayer, my suggestion is that every single comma and every single uh, period, um, you take a pause. Okay? Uh, give uh, a God a moment um, and uh, and the the way uh, my higher power uh, speaks to me is it's just a um, it's just a feeling uh, you know like in my chest or, or my heart you know uh, for a moment just con confirming that 
that that's true. Whatever it is that um, that I just read. So now um, uh, watch this uh, experience. Uh, if I just do that, God, you've given me a uh, given me courage and clarity to open a place in my heart to receive your presence. The shame of this event helps me to realize how sick and cut off from you I was. I'm ready to let you uh, change me into what you want me uh, to be without the shame. God, I need mercy and forgiveness. I believe you give it freely. And I will receive it gratefully. I also know that I need uh, to forgive myself. Whatever you want of me, I'm willing to do. Different experience? Would that for Yeah. I, I, I feel utter differences and change. God had plenty of opportunity uh, to speak that all those words are absolutely true. You know, gives me uh, shivers, you know, uh, down my arms, uh, my, my neck. You know, my higher power really, really does love me. He really, really, really doesn't want me to carry this shame. You know what? Fine. I'm willing to do things your your way. You know, I'm I'm done with uh, my my plan. My plan had, had me uh, in a grave at this point. You know, I'll, I'll go do do things your your way. I, I can I can do that. You know, and, and the experience is uh, freedom, peace, joy, love. You know, and what greater experience is that? Hi, want to share a few few words? <laughs> <laughs> put you on the spot. Um, thank you, Mark. I, um, you all heard at the beginning that this has been an important um, thing for me, and I think Mark has done an extraordinary job um, teaching us through and talking us through the eight columns. Um, my experience with this was that um, that day, even before I called my sponsor, my biggest shame events were gone. Um. I remember calling her at noon that day. I had been um, working on my shame inventory. And, yes, I have made amends to my boss. I came in and worked on a weekend because that morning I was completely not paying attention to work because every few minutes something would come up and I'd need to return to my um, turn to this shame inventory. But um, Shame is something that I will use, my addict will use to wall me off. But as soon as I began, I had to go back and I had to rework my second step that morning Um, because the morning I discovered this. And um, I don't have a mean God, but I'll have a faraway God. And my God, that morning I had returned to my five-year-old notion of God. So I had to go back in that second column, uh, sorry, fourth column, does this shame help me? carry out my higher power's will for me, I could not answer no. I honestly believe that shame was a good thing and that I deserved everything I was experiencing. Um, and I believed that there was this awesome, loving, magnificent God across town at the courthouse with my family. This awesome, loving, magnificent God taking care of the more frail. I learned that when I was a kid. I wasn't taught that. I just learned it. I had experiences and 
Um, and I believe that loving awesome God's over there, and I'm on my own. Um, and then that morning when I began working this, I went, that is so, that just logically is not true. I have this awesome loving God that, yep, I did lots of dangerous things and disease, and that's why I've already been investigated by Childhood Protective Services, and that child endangerment case is closed. And I went, you know, but there was an, and, and, and I'm glad my parents are taking care of my kids, and I'm grateful for that. An awesome loving God saved me just like my kids and brought me to SA and brought me to this tool. So like a few hours into working this, I had reworked my second step um, and I had a God that saw me as equal to everybody else. And that was my piece of it that I had to bring. Um, and, but um, I put, uh, we put these, my sponsee family put um, this together um, because I found the other thing I will say is that today we're for anybody who wants to we're going to work a little bit of an inventory. Anybody's interested? Um, I also found that shame was so debilitating for me that I could only do a few at a time, and so that's that's part of why. Um, and when I work with sponsees now, um, we only do like one row at a time, and I have them go all the way across when they're first starting one row at a time. A little bit different, the fourth step, right? But then the fear and resentment. I'm go all the way across because I had to I had to get God into my shame before I could come into the next one. Um Harvey talks about shame being an energy. You know, you'll see Harvey in meetings through this. Right? He's brushing off shame. I've been able to identify that for me shame is like an icy it's like icy and it runs down my veins. And so somebody will be sharing something in a meeting sometime. If you all ever see me doing this, I'm, I'm like, I'm remembering something that I had not remembered before. And so I will brush off shame. I will remember that, whoo, God loves me. I will pray that column that says, what does my higher power want me to be instead of carrying around this shame? And immediately in that moment, I can come back and I'll hear things from God like present, vulnerable, sober you um but but this was something that when i started working it and started working them across there's um somebody last night um talked about taking paths instead of teaching paths um this is something that when you begin working these if you if you and i really do invite you to begin doing this and sharing it with others um then we'll do a little bit today the shame just goes the shame just lifts i've seen god do pretty amazing things for me and, and lots of women i know no. Yeah. So I, I just want to underscore um, two things that I, I forgot to share that, that you did uh, share. Those are uh, two very important uh, rules. Um, every other inventory, like, like Kirkland uh, said, you do a work uh, downward. Um, you know, you do all the um, you, you find all of the resentments that, that you can. And, and there's a reason uh, why you uh, do th- those uh, things uh, for those in- inventories. This is the opposite. And um, and. In the afternoon, I'll show you the actual uh, part in the, in the literature that shows us, um, you know, uh, gives us permission to, to uh, for the shame inventory to work across and work one event at a time. The other um, critical um, thing is um, never do more than uh, three uh, shames a day, you know, because your shame attitude is going to say, um, "I all right, I'm going to conquer shame today, you know, and uh, and go in and trying to do a 50." 
you will be completely reduced to, to nothing, you know, uh, if you attempt to, to do something like that. And, um, and your, your power, uh, your higher power is amazing if you don't act out, uh, that same day or the, the next day, you know, as a result of, you know, working 50 shames in, in one day. Don't work more than uh, three uh, a day. If that uh, takes you, uh, when I sat down to do the shame inventory, I imagined I had easily 800 and 900 uh, to go through. I think the final uh, original uh, version, I got to 78, and I couldn't come up with any, any more, you know. Um, and, and I tried and I tried. Um, you know, I, I've got six uh, th- this time uh, going through the, um, uh, you know, with, with a new one just added yesterday. I, I've got six, um, you know, uh, this time around, you know, maybe a couple more uh, before I move on and, and do uh, some fifth step work type of thing. So. So don't try and do more than three in one day. I don't care what your ego uh, says that it can is capable of doing. Alrighty. So um, the, the rest of the, uh, this, we were going to, and we got 15 minutes. We're going to give the opportunity for you guys to actually uh, work on a shame inventory. We got some people that uh, that can uh, um, share and help. Mm-hmm. What yep. was the thoughts there? Yes. And so Chris and I will walk around um, for anybody who's got questions. Um, and Mark will be here if anybody wants to mark questions. And um, and the thought was um, after you work a row across, and maybe we'll time and give people just a few minutes to to work a row across. Then turn turn to somebody next to you, find a sharing partner, which is something from. Um, that I learned about in early days of AA, um, Dr. Bob in the good old times talked about that sharing partners. And so if you um, are willing and want to turn to somebody near you and find a sharing partner and share what is on um, your row, your one row of shame. Yeah. Find out for yourself whether or not this works. Go ahead. Quick question on how detailed you get like this. I'm trying to say, like, it, it, I know you, you keep it general, but like, let's say an incident occurred over a long, you know, couple of years or something like that, you know, and then within that incident, there's, you know, that's the same person mm-hmm. type of thing, or, you know, because, I mean, part of me is afraid that I don't have enough time left on earth to go over all night. <laughs> right. Well, right. <laughs> Precisely. That's what I um, immediately thought oh, was going to be, be my case. You know, I'm a shame junkie. You know, I'll be doing this for forever. What, what I suggest is uh, break it down to a event. And in my head, an event is, you know, um, a moment in time. You know, think about the most, you know, significant part of that two-year period of time. I wouldn't try and do the whole, whole um, but if you think that there's um, eight or nine, you know, uh, events uh, that you can come up with over, over that two years, try and, and do them, you know, with the uh, three-a-day uh, rule and see if, by the time you get to the fourth, uh, fifth uh, time, you know what? Shame's just not there anymore. You know, um, you know, um, me working uh, this, you know, around the, this event, you know, it may all, uh, you know, just uh, disappear. But if you need to keep going, keep going. You know, if you've got to uh, do this for the next uh, two or three years, yeah, it'll be a wonderful experience between you and your higher power. All right. So we are we are at the end of our time. Um, and I hope this has been useful for everybody. We're going to come back for part two in the afternoon. What Mark's going to do is walk through how he and his sponsor 
have mapped all the parts of the inventory. Um, we've got some other uh, literature, other parts of the inventory, to the 12 and 12 in the big book and, and sections in the white book. And um, so look forward to having you back here in the afternoon. Thanks so much. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.